Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Los here. We back on the throne of positivity where the first is last and the last is first. If you're new to the channel, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the like button. And if you're listening on the podcast on Apple or Spotify or Anchor, whatever it may be, go ahead and hit that follow and leave us a little review. Uh, I got my mans with me again from last episode. We were talking about a lot of things, things that we went through in our past. And now we back to talk about some some changes that have occurred in our own attraction towards women. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Back at it again, man. My name is Justin Rivera. Y'all can follow me on IG at Justin Rivera CEO. Yeah, so, um, you know, since we've changed our life, you know, like uh, I think one of the most dominant things that has come up in our conversation has been the idea of a wife. We're not going to jump straight into that conversation, but um, uh, we talk about women a lot and we talk about what we like and what we don't like anymore. And it's crazy how much that has changed. It really has. Yeah. So um, just get into it a little bit. Like if you want to talk about like the perception of women right now and then we get into that other side of it. Yeah, man. So th this is a pretty uh, this is this is a pretty interesting topic. I speak on this a lot. Um, people ask me kind of my opinion and, and we kind of kind of share our thoughts on how things are perceived in our generation. And I just want to start off by saying, like, I feel like women in this generation, like I really do feel for y'all because I feel like, you know, you guys you guys have to work at this capacity to fulfill um, a look or a perception that really doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. Like, a, you know, a lot of a lot of women. They feel like they have to be that next IG model or they have to post the same content or show skin to get a guy's attention. And, and I really want you guys to know that that is not the case at all. Like for me, like, you know, I could care about a picture or, or a post. For me, it's, you know, looks isn't everything. Um, it's the connection or how you connect with somebody on on a on a personal level on the inside and then, you know, the the outside, of course, you know, as men, we're attracted to a certain type of woman and we're attracted to a look. Mm -hmm. But I really do believe that, you know, looks fade and, and what you have inside really lasts forever. And, and now from a godly perspective, you know, looking at things in God's point of view, I, I really want to see a woman and her faith. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's above all. Like, you know, she really needs to be in her faith and my relationship uh, or relationships in the past, you know, my experiences have, have, have been horrible, to be honest. And most people could probably say the same. Um, at this point, you know, I've kind of seen a few different scenarios in my life, and it's come down to one thing. You know, not having God in between your relationship is really the key to taking it to that next level. But the perception of women um, in our generation, like I just want you guys to know, you, you don't got to be out there showing all this skin. You don't got to take pictures of features of your body to really be noticed. Like a, a guy just wants to connect with you on on that level and to see you for who you are and, you know, to see how knowledgeable you are, how you apply that knowledge. You know, and for me, like being an entrepreneur, like how are we going to get to that next level? How are we going to turn that million into 10? Um, that's really the type of characteristics I'm looking for in a woman. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, it's just interesting because even men in the world, um, yeah, the the physical attraction is there, right? Like, they want to see this as much skin as possible. And 
you know, we're oversensitized and oversexualized in our society. But the reality is even men that are not godly, they most of the times they're going to admit that that's not what they're looking for in a relationship. That's something they're looking for for something temporary. But the woman that they really want, they want something that nobody else could have. And I want to encourage you women like, yo, be different. It's okay to wear long skirts. It's okay to grow your hair out. It's okay to cover up. Modesty is majesty in my eyes. Like, I really think that a queen, yo, when God changed my life and I started seeing women in, in the way that he sees women, obviously I'm physically attracted to women and there's certain features that I like, right, that I have a, fr- a preference to. But those physical features are no longer what call my attention, right? There's a story in the in, in uh, 1 Samuel where God calls a king, and the king that he's looking for is King David. But when God goes and he tells the prophet Samuel to go look for this individual, I think David had like seven brothers, and Samuel goes and he goes to the tall one, and he's like, is it him, God? And God says, no. And then he goes to the other one. Maybe he's a little bit more buff. He's like, is it him? He's like, no. And he keeps doing this. And it's like all these other people. And then Samuel asked the father, like, you don't have any more sons. God sent me here to pick the king. He's like, yeah, I got one. He's some raggedy kid. He's outside. He's tending to the sheep, which is like a dirty job. And then he's like, God, is it him? And God says, yes, it's him. And why was it him is because God said, you look at the outward appearance, but I look at what's in the heart. And it's I'm not saying that you you got to go and go get some ugly person. Obviously, you're attracted what you're attracted to. But what becomes attractive to a man of God or a woman of God is what you said, that relationship that they have with the Lord. It's like, yo, when I know that you fear God, when I know that you love God, that to me, what I'm falling in love with you is God in you, right? It's not necessarily you because God in somebody just elevates that person to the next level. That's a so yeah. for me, I think women should just be bold in their, in their modesty, like, because skin is the new, th- it's not the new thing, but skin is the dominant thing. It's like, yo, I'm not attracted to that, bro. Like, I'll be seeing girls in the beach with half naked or even not even at the beach, bro, just regular walking around Walmart half naked. And I'm like, yo, that's not attractive to me, man. Yeah, and I honestly, I agree with that. It's it, it's a it's a thing that a lot of women feel like they need to conform to. And I, I really disagree with that mm-hmm. because you know what? Like, I want my woman to be exclusive for me just as mm. I am for her. And I want to be the only one that has eyes on that. And and for you to just, you know, I'm not saying, hey, like, change the way you dress, change who you are. Because at the end of the day, a man should look at you for who you are, not not what you built with or, or what, you, you know, how you look. I really think that they should be with you for who you are. Another thing is, like, a, a lot of people have run into dead-end relationships because they're showing that skin. They're kind of given this perception and now... Once you're into that position where a man's looking at you and he has all these crazy thoughts, that's when sexual, you know, kind of things start to happen, which is, you know, obviously what a lot of people do first. But that should be the last thing that you connect with. Mm -hmm. And if a man is not making you his entire world, his everything, his rock, like he is he really for you? Like, I want you to really ask Mm -hmm. yourself that. Is he really for what you look like? Is he trying to show you off as as a trophy? 
Like there, these are things that you want to consider. And there's no, there, without a shadow of a doubt, and this applies to everything in life, somebody that is has an honest interest into something is going to give their everything to it. Yep. So if you're getting anything that's like, you know, half effort or something that just doesn't feel right, it's not for you. Yep. And, and I really want you guys to understand that because a lot of people get stuck in a, in a nasty cycle thinking like, well, why am I not good enough? Well, why doesn't he see me better? Like, he's just not for you. And it's okay to take a second and step back and hurt and get rid of somebody that you shouldn't have in your life than to be hurt for years or, or way too, well, a lot longer than you would have been if you would have just cut it off, took your L at that point and just move forward. Because whatever you, whatever you lose, I'm telling you, like God has something better to replace it, and I want you to believe that. Absolutely, and you know, I've I've always said this, like it's our society, like you just said, um, we do the, we're built to go to the sex first, and that's crazy to me because that. If we talking about building a house, that's like building a house near a firestorm with just straight straw. Because yeah. sex is really not what cements a relationship at all. Right. What what about is it sex is sex is the is the is the ribbon. It's the bow that 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 ties everything together. Right. After marriage, right? So what about the intellectual conversations you have with this person? Do they pique your interest? Are, are are they caressing your mind? Are they are, are are they stroking the ideas of 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 your vision and your purpose in life? Are they furthering your your purpose in the kingdom of heaven? Right? Like, what are they doing? Right? That's intellectual. Then what what about relational? Like, do you even connect with this person? Right. What about their family? Because you marry into a family, you don't marry into just one individual. Right. Right. And then, who is this person? Like, who is it? There's so many different ways that we have to connect before we realize that final step. And that's why I believe that God purposed it that way that sex is done after marriage because sex is the solidification of what was built prior. Right. And I'm not saying that before marriage, I'm truly of the opinion. I don't even think that you should be dating. Like, in my opinion, bro, I don't even believe in dating like that. Because dating, what it is, is like, I'm trying to figure out. I'm testing the waters, right? But if I have a true relationship with God, and I'm presenting every emotion, every thought, every person, any, every individual to God, and I'm like, yo, help me make this decision, God only needs one person. Right, that's true. And you don't need to take all that time to try to get to know this person before. I think you should just do what you got to do when you got to do it. Right. So, and you know, that's, that's a good perspective. And I know we've had this conversation a lot. And of course mm -hmm. me being new, um, to, to finding my faith and, and my relationship with God, you know, that is something that, you know, it, it's, it, it's something that I'm still trying to figure out because, you know, me, I'm the type of person I, I'm very, I'm very private. Mm -hmm. I'm not just out here, you know, kind of finding people to date. Like that's not me. My focuses are mm -hmm. in other places, but I do believe and the fact that, like, when it's the one, you know it's the one. So it's why one. play around with the idea? Exactly. It's like, hey, let's do this. And a lot of people in our generation, they're scared of marriage. Because look at the generation we're, 
we're growing up and the divorce rates are, are as high as can be, especially during this COVID-19 situation. So we're getting a perspective where it's like, man, everyone's getting divorced. Like, why am I going to get married? Why do I want to go through that? That's a, it's a fear that we have in our generation. But if you really put it in perspective, look at how we've developed as people. Like, let's take it back to like the 60s. There's a term old school, right? And a lot of people did have those intentions like, hey, I'm not going to just resort to sex first. I'm going to get to know this person. Like, let me see if I want to build an entire life with them. Let's not make this temporary. But we've moved to like such a fast pace uh, way of living that we want to skip everything and cut corners. But that's not how it works. And we really need to revert back to, hey, let's get down to the foundation. Like, how do we build a proper marriage? And if you really look into that, a lot of marriages fail because they started the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And I want everyone to know, like, that's not something you should fear. You know, it's something that you should just get yourself more educated on and be willing to make those sacrifices. Because if you want something that a lot of people don't have, you have to make the sacrifices that a lot of people will not make. Um, and that's in business, in your life, relationships, any situation. If you want something more than what people have, you have to make a sacrifice. And that's exactly what it was for me, you know, coming to my relationship with God and, and just, you know, you know, trying to gain my faith. And it, it's, it's a hard road, but I want you guys to understand, like, it, it really takes a sacrifice and a different mentality to achieve greater things. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And. You know, when it comes down to this, it's just like that sacrifice is difficult because we want what we want and we want it when we want it. But if you're going to tell God, I want to trust you with this, I want you to choose the person that I want to be with, it's going to take sacrifice and it's not going to be easy. Right. But I've always lived my life, man, and I'm not saying I lived it perfectly, but I've always lived my life knowing that I'm going to find a person that was meant for me, right? I truly believe that there's one woman in this entire world that God created specifically for me. Now, whether I, it's not about living in fear about finding that woman, is am I going to do what's necessary? Am I going to sacrifice it with God in the, in, in the way that's needed so that I could make that a thing? Right, yeah. But... I think oftentimes we just get impatient. We want to live in the flesh. We want to do what, what, what the world is doing. And it's like, yo, we are not of this world. If you're a Christian, you're not of this world. And you shouldn't be dealing with things in the way that the world deals with them. And I feel like oftentimes people take God for a joke. And they think because he's forgiving and he's loving and he's this and he's that, we can exercise our will or our free will to do whatever we want. But it's like Paul says, should I continue sinning so that grace may abound? By no means. By no means should we do that. So we got to stop taking these liberties as though it, it gives us the freedom to do whatever we want just because we're going to be forgiven. Right. Like we should take holiness to the extreme because God is extreme in his holiness. And for me, man, like I just want to become the man of God that I got to become so that I could attract that woman of God that he has for me. Right. It's like the saying goes, walk like a king and your queen will show up. Right. But how can I what like going back to the to the dressing thing? Because it's not only a female thing, it's a male thing as well. We should be mindful of ourselves 
and how we cause another people to think about us yeah. is like what is a king without his crown right the bible says that a woman is the um, wife is a husband's crown is his crown of glory so what is wh who am i without my without my crown so i'm not gonna just take any raggedy old crown and i'm not talking about women in that way but i'm just saying if she's gonna show everything to everybody and her jewels are on display for everybody i'm sorry but that crown is not for me right and honestly i respect that and i feel the ex exact same way um and i have a lot of friends that ju just don't see it they're like well you know you know how, how can it's it's almost like that analogy that everybody uses that's played out it's like man well you know you got to test drive a car nah. before before you buy it that's crazy mm -mm. you know like if you really think about it that's crazy like to talk about your life your relationship the woman you want to be with like that like what's there to try mm. if you really believe in god and you really believe in what he's going to give you is the best for you like there ain't no trial mm -mm. like that's something you pay for cash take it off the lot and all keep in forever. all in so I, I want you guys to understand like if you're struggling with relationship if you're struggling with trying to find your your own personality in this in this tough world and and trying to fit this image be yourself and you're gonna attract somebody that's really gonna like see you for who you are and is gonna appreciate you and all the sacrifices you decided to make because think about it as you're working you know in your own faith or whatever you are in your life that person has made for you is doing the same thing at this time you're not gonna get something that's less you're going to get something that's equal to or even greater than what you deserve. So so think really think about that concept. Yeah, that's powerful right there because if you're doing what you got to do within yourself and you're taking your singleness serious and your relationship with God, understand that God is preparing the, the person on the other side. I'm going to go back to Genesis with this. When God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, he's going up the mountain and he tells his servants, I'll be back. We'll be back. So he had faith that God was going to bring his son back. So as they're going up the mountain, right, what people often forget is that the ram was at the top. When God was going to, when Abraham was going to sacrifice his son to God, the ram was there and he said God provided. But what we forget is that the ram had to climb up the other side of the mountain. So while you preparing a sacrifice of your life to give to God for what you want, understand that at the same time that you're going up this side of the mountain, God is coming on the other side with that preparation. And you think it's going to cost you a sacrifice that's going to end your life. But the reality is, is God is just making you see what's in your own heart. There's going to come a time when he's going to be like, that's it. I saw what's in your heart. Here's the sacrifice that I really want to be made. So understand that there is nothing wasted with the Lord. Be careful in what you're doing. Be careful who you give yourself to. And I'm not even just talking about physically, sexually. Be careful who you give your time to. Be careful who you give your attention to. Because there's people out there that you shouldn't even give your mind to. Right? Like there's, there's ties out there that are, go deeper than sex. And you got to be careful who you're giving it up. Who you giving it up to? Yeah, God can restore you, but why even go to that level? Hold yourself in holiness for that person that's coming because that person is waiting for, for not only God, but waiting for you. Man, that's fire. I, man, hit it right on the nose, man. Honestly, it's, it's the truth. Like, And, and a lot of people, they're, they're just, they, they walk afraid of what's on the other side. And, and I'm telling you, like, 
you in life you're meant to go through things like how do you expect to grow a sense of resiliency if you don't go through anything mm. how do you expect to ever like strengthen your spirit you know yourself emotionally you know mentally how do you expect to strengthen yourself if it's not put to the test if you don't go through trials and tribulations in life and i really want you to understand like God is just preparing you for what he has in store. But mm. now on the other end of things, if you decide to do everything on your own accord, it's going to end up mm. on your own accord. And I want you to really understand how powerful that really is. Like a lot of people are like, well, people were married 60, 70 years. Like my grandparents, like, you know, my, my grandfather just passed away. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But, you know, although they were, in their faith, like they still went through things in their marriage that were tough. Yeah. That, you know, they, they had to fight through a lot, especially towards the end of his life. And I really, you know, I really want you to understand, like, if you're trying to like live for something forever, if you're trying to find that forever, somebody like I know everybody, a lot of women's like, you know, have this, their fairy tale wedding, something that they want to fulfill. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that might sound corny, but that, that really is something that only should happen one time and it should be the best mm. thing that ever happened to you, you know? And God's really going to like give you somebody that's meant for you. But a lot of people are just so impatient. Like they're just like, man, is this the one man that, you know, he, you know, this guy's attractive or, or this woman's attractive. Like, let me just, let me just go all in and do everything backwards. And now it's like, after everything happens so quickly, you know, it fades after a month or two or three or even a or even a year. And you really look back and like, did I really know who this person was? Because they switched up on me. You were just patient and got to know them. You probably would have saw those red flags in the beginning. Mm. And that's that's what it is. This is my suggestion um, in, in in your pursuit of who you're looking for. Seek God more than you're seeking anybody else. Because I think oftentimes we idolize this position of husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever it may be, and it becomes our God. And then it starts to control our life. It consumes our thoughts. It consumes our actions. And then we lose sight of God. And the reality is, is if you just let go, if you just jump out of that airplane without the parachute and trust God to save you and deliver you, he's going to give you far greater than what you would ever deserve. More than what you're asking for, he's going to bless you with it. But how can he bless you with it if you stop his hand every time he's trying to reach out to you? So um, what what kind of advice would you give to people just to close up? So my advice is, and this is a perspective of coming somebody from someone that is new to, you know, coming to God and, and building my relationship with him. Honestly, and, and this can apply to everything you do, like give it to God. And really, like, I, I want you to build yourself, reach your full potential, and don't just give yourself away so easily. And and don't think you need to conform to today's, you know, ideologies. or Like, don't think because you don't post half-naked pictures on social media mm. or you're not doing what everybody else does and you think that's attractive. Like, be you, and I promise you, like, you're going to have far greater things than the people that aren't being themselves and acting like you know, or, or doing things that they're, you know, that they shouldn't be doing in a sense, you're, you're going to have the, the upper hand. And I really want you to believe that. And, and to me, like a lot of people are like, well, you know, try this, try that. Like, if you really want to change, go all in, like, don't even, don't even do it 
halfway. If nothing up to your life right now has worked, I mean, it, you can only find out what's on the other side if you really give yourself to God and and put, you know, everything and, and including relationships into his hands and, and see what he does for you. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, like, if, if you really, really can do that and put your full effort into it, you're going to get something amazing out of it. And the blessing that will come from it is greater than what you would ever thought. So mm, I like that. So, guys, trust in God. Trust in the process that he's taking you in. The suffering is all worth it. Like my man said, how do you expect anything if you never go through anything? How can you expect to build that resilience if you don't go through the things that you have to go through in your life? God is trying to call you into deeper waters in this very moment. He's asking you to trust in him so that he could bless you in your life. But if you don't bless him, if you don't wait on him, if you don't trust him, how can he bless you? So act in the way that you have. Attract what you're trying to attract. And then you're going to reap what you have sown. But y'all know what it is. We here. It's just two men of God. We just giving you a piece of our mind. We're not saying we right. We're not saying we wrong. But we we giving y'all what we think is true. And I hope y'all apply it in your life. Live by what you live by. Trust God. Have faith. Y'all know what it is. It's Los. It's Justin here. We on the throne of positivity. Where the first is last and the last is first. We out.